0: This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Bad Dad
1: Beer. That's right, Bad Dad Beer. Hey, is that your dad in your kiddie pool all afternoon drinking beer? If so, what kind of beer is he drinking?
0: Bad Bad Dad dad Beer. beer. When there's no beer left for you, it's because you have a bad Bad dad. dad.
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman,
0: And I'm Kristen Kiss. And we're
1: co authors of the science fiction comedy book series called Prison, Prison Dad! Dead. And also in honor dead. of
0: Father's Day yeah. and bad dads everywhere, right. including our main character, Les, <laughs> Leslie Gum, uh, we are sharing with you our thoughts on some bad dads of
1: sci fi. Right, exactly. This is Crappy Dads in Science Fiction and Fantasy. Woo-hoo! So last year we did Great Moms. So it's only fitting that this year we do Crabby bad dads. Yeah. <laughs>
0: now Jeff and I are often asked, "What? Where did we get the inspiration of, from for prison dads?" Yeah, and this is a good disclaimer. I'm glad you're saying this. We have bad dads, and no. we both told them. Tell people when they ask us this, like, we actually have like the best dads. I really do. We really do. Like, my dad, like, totally loves me. He always gives me like career advice and financial support. I can talk to him about anything. We have a great relationship. And Jeff's dad is amazing. He, like, is the gadget. My dad is MacGyver. He is. He makes amazing things and he's the most, like, calm, gentle person. Um, so, no, we have amazing dads. Prison and I'm dads, a dad. And Jeff's a great dad. He is very loving to Logan. He, they're really cute together. So, no, our our writing of Prison Dad has nothing to do with our own feelings about our dads who are awesome.
1: We, and, you know, Lost is the TV <laughs> show that we'll get into near the end here that has right. a lot of bad dads. And the thing with Lost is, like, we came up with Prison Dad before Lost, like, like five years before. True. And three years before Lost became a show. right. So anyway, we should dive into the content here, because we yes. got a lot of stuff to cover. So, we're going to start our first Bad Dad. Bad Dad. Is, um, we're going to start in in space. Yes. And we're going to talk about Ego, the living planet, from this year's Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2.
0: Yeah, so it's like the newest Bad Dad. Bad Dad. And boy, does this guy suck. <laughs> he, like, comes off all classy and cute and charming. With There's a little, little man
1: riding on top of that spaceship.
0: Yeah, with his little uh, dimples and his, like, hippie hair, you know, and he's all cool and, like, come check out my planet. Isn't my planet cool, guys? Yeah, but it all hides the fact that he cares about nothing but himself. Yeah. And that has been the driving force of his whole life is just to promulgate himself on every other planet. I like that word. Yes. Yeah. And so he's had all sorts of progeny that he has destroyed horribly. That was a mountain of skulls! From his own children. Because they didn't live up to the fulfillment of his wish, which was just to create more egos. Not more of his children, not to allow them to be their own people, but to control them. And make them be replications of his. Which is, in my opinion, the worst kind of dad in the world.
1: Yeah. He's one part Tyler Durden. Uh, Tyler Durden's dad. Jack's dad, whatever and you want to say. Most Setting up franchises suck. all over the galaxy.
0: But thank God, you know, Star-Lord turned out to be amazing. Like, the coolest guy. So, and he totally did not have any patience with his dad's bullshit. So but
1: I, Ego is definitely a... Bad, Bad dad.
0: dad and just a douche nozzle of a person. To
1: be let's honest. let's talk. Let's let's keep in. Uh, let's come back to Earth and uh, we're going to be talking about some vampers. Yep. Vampers. Killing vampers. Talking
0: about one of our favorite shows, The Strain. And
1: we're going to talk about Efren because he's getting
0: effed up. And he gets an F in being a dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you suck at being a dad. Dude, F. F,
0: put the bottle down and think about somebody else for five minutes. Now, now
1: granted, F, I, I might give you a pass because Zach sucks. Zach but if you saw suck. the end of last season, Zach really sucks.
0: But Zach probably sucks because you were such a bad dad. If
1: you weren't such a bad dad, maybe your kid <laughs> wouldn't have nuked the city.
0: Because he was so
1: desperate to be with
0: his mom, because she sucks less than you. Yeah, but and she Jesus was a vampire!
1: <laughs> That's how bad you suck!
0: Yeah, come on, F. Like, stop sticking it in every chick that comes near you. Stop boozing it up with every... Random bottle of cheap whiskey you can like sneak in your pocket as you're like skirling around the city full of vampires, and just you know get your crap together.
1: He bought some like rot gut stuff in the beginning of last season too. Child, some guidance. F. Come on. Stop getting effed up.
0: Stop effing chicks. Be an effing man And
1: stop being Be an a Be effing dad Bad dad
0: <laughs> Yeah, F, you're a bad dad
1: <laughs> Alright, let's jump over to Star Wars for two occasions And I want to talk oh, about yeah. I want to talk about Darth Vader being a father now, yeah. now, we understand the fact that Vader didn't know In episode 4, nobody knew that Vader had kids you know, yes, Leia true. didn't know Luke didn't know Vader didn't know. So, so somewhere when we between
0: first meet him, yes, we had no idea he was a papa, s-
1: right? So, somewhere between four and five, we Vader has to learn who Luke Skywalker is, right? And what's going on with that? So, we never see that, you know, we never see what happens. Like, you know, so we know that Padme thought she was only having one kid. Right, I know this because my son watched Revenge of the Sith the other day while I was sitting here working, and I was like, I was like, really? Really? I was, like, holding up all sorts of Marvel movies and other he's movies. Like, he's like, no, Anakin and the lava. And then he's like, oh, Anakin and the monsters. I was like, lava, lava, lava.
0: lava. Let's watch Anakin die. He's a dick. So you have, like, you know, we we kind of can, this is, like, a dual thing, too, because you have Anakin as a dad, and then you have, like, Darth Vader as a dad, right? They both kind of suck, but I would argue that Anakin sucks more. Right. Because he tries to strangle his wife and believes that he did kill her. Yeah. And then he well, just. the emperor made like,
1: her believe that, yeah. No. No.
0: But he did it. The emperor did not make him strangle his wife. He chose to do that, and because of that, he believed that she was dead because he was for- force choking her. And he killed her. He thought he killed her and his children. So that's a really, really crappy child. dad. He
1: thought he only had one child. Fine. One child. But because still. Because we see his Bad face. dad.
0: And plus, and plus, in those episodes, he killed all those other little Padawans. Before so like, he was dead. Not only is he a crappy dad to his <laughs> own child, who he thought he killed by strangling the mom, but he killed all these other people's children. So, crappy, crappy, crappy dad, Anakin.
1: Okay, so, my argument with Anakin... Vader, being a bad dad, yeah. is the fact that as soon as he's like, oh, oh, my kid lived? Holy crap, I gotta turn him to the dark side. And the Emperor's like, yeah, you have to turn him off? to the dark side. Like, well, what the heck, bro? If you watch that fight in detail, though, Vader is just toying with Luke. He's just deflecting everything he's doing. He's yeah. just standing there deflecting it, right. Luke's working his ass off to try to chop him up. And then as soon as he hits Vader in the arm... Vader gets pissed and chops his hand off, just as a defensive measure, though. And then he, he tells him, has "I'm your father." But before that, you know, even after that, and in Empire, and I'm sorry, and in Jedi, he's just focused on turning Luke to the dark side. Not, sure. not, hey kid, do you want to go have a catch?
0: Or not like, hey, you want to brew some
1: should... beer? You want to no. go work in a speeder?
0: Would you like to have a coffee with me and maybe talk about your feelings? Yeah. No. Nah. None of those things happen.
1: And then it's like, oh, your thoughts betray you. Oh, you have a sister. You have a twin sister. Like that. He's just like, oh, well, she's gonna be evil too.
0: Right. Exactly. Because he was like so. He was so on his like dark path that he couldn't see any other way out until the very end when he sort of saw like, hey, I'm not gonna make it. And then he was like, you know what I should have done is be a better dad. <laughs> so in the last five minutes of my life, I'll save my son and tell him. I just want him to see my real face and say, hey, sorry for being a douche and maybe you know, I'll get off easy and and he kinda did. You know, Luke gave him a real nice funeral pyre, carried yeah. his body out. Yeah. You yeah. know, but but for most of his life that bro was a douche. Yeah. Much cooler douche when he was Vader than Anakin, but yeah. still Dude, you're kind of a well, I think
1: he'd be still doing some bad stuff as Vader. We just thought he was cooler as Vader because he's that's a That's what little,
0: I'm like, saying. Yeah. I'm not saying he was a nice person. No. Just he was like, had more Well, that's why I
1: posed a question to you the other day, and you never answered me. I said, would the prequels be more watchable if Anakin, if Anakin oh, no. we rooted for Anakin? And you're just like...
0: I was like... No, I'm trying to do 50,000 stupid things at work because everyone's
1: dying. What Oh, no, you worked late. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Anyway, another Star Wars dad... Is someone we recently learned, and that's Han Solo. Yes. Now the jury's out here. Yeah. They're on 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 our beloved Han Solo. Um, yeah, poor for you homie. We so, don't
0: know what happened. I mean, we've talked about this in other podcasts. In like five know of the podcasts. What happened between Han yeah. and Leia? But it seems like whatever happened when they were talking to each other in Episode Seven, like they both felt that they couldn't be good parents. So, Leia went back to focusing on being a general, and Han went back to smuggling, and little Ben, we don't know. Did he just get shipped off to Luke to try to teach him in the ways of the force? Was he
1: at a weird boarding
0: school? Did he, though? Because didn't put a Leia space say. Literally? Yeah, that's good. That's I don't a good point. know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> didn't Leia say he should have trained with Luke?
0: I thought she said. I'll have to watch it again, but I thought she was saying, like, that they should have been more involved in his life before he went away to train with Luke. But I could have gotten that wrong, so I'd have to watch it again to be sure. But whatever happened, it's very clear that they stopped being interested in being parents. Yeah. But they never stopped loving Ben. No. They just, to me, whatever happened to them was a super, like, crisis of faith in their own parenting ability. So they felt that he would be better not being with them. So, whatever happened, it really shattered their faith in themselves. But they both still love Ben, which is, you know, really apparent even, you know, in the conversations they have when, when Han tries to go and, and talk to him and reason with him. But I mean, come on, guys. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, Ray kind of felt like he could be a good dad to her, even though she only knew him for a little time and she's an orphan. Um, I always felt like Han Solo would be a sweet ass dad, but, uh, but, I feel like he really let Ben down. So, during out. Was really
1: interested in Ray too. He's like, you know, I want you to come on board. Right. We're like, with Chew really and I. Like I. Appreciate the Falcon. Cared. He said Falcon, though. Yeah. He always says Falcon. He says Millennium Falcon when he says like, He He's almost sounds British. He's
0: not, like, a cold person. And no. Leia is not a cold person. I mean, they both have aspirations. They're very driven people. But they're not cold people. But something happened to them that made them feel like they couldn't be good parents anymore. And they kind of... Kind of let Ben down, you know he was like a latchkey kid, but except in the middle of space, and <laughs> no one ever came home to him, so you know, Snoke swooped in and you know gave him all these weird fantasy and ideas like yeah, being like the dopest dude ever, mm-hmm. which he only was for like the last five minutes of his life, and otherwise he was kind of a kind of a dick, Vader, I love you, bro, I really do, but I no, don't. No, I mean I do. Darth Vader's such a cool, cool character, and if they would have made it more like Shakespearean, like, like Macbeth and Othello, like those guys are dicks, but like you can kind of love them, like you kind of get like why they're so tortured and why they screw everything up.
1: And Anakin's thing was that he was just whiny because he felt like Obi-Wan was holding him back. Anyway, we're not talking about that anymore. Let's talk about, um, let's move over to the world of Harry Potter.
0: Yay, where there's some really wonderful dads.
1: But there's Lucius Malfoy.
0: Who sucks. Mm,
1: Bad dad.
0: Bad dad. I feel
1: like when you're the kind of parent who you're only really focused on power, control, and doing evil stuff, you've got to be a bad Bad dad. dad.
0: So Lucius is so image-focused, right? Like, uh, he is so much more interested in how people perceive him than he is in, like, what he actually accomplishes in life. Um, and and that's, you know, how he is as a Death Eater and as a dad and, I guess, probably as a husband, too. Um, but, you know, yeah, he never takes time to get to know, like, what Draco feels or thinks about anything. He just... You know, he wants to have this image of being like a powerful, rich, uncaring person.
1: A Republican.
0: Basically, who, you know, is behind the evil driving forces of insanity represented by a Voldemort, and his son has to toe the line. And anytime he doesn't, anytime he shows kindness to Hermione uh, or Ron or Harry or anybody that, that Lucius doesn't approve of, you know, he is reprimanded and, and shamed. shamed. Um, so, yeah, Lucius sucks. And he knows, nah. like, he knows he sucks. At the end, he knows he sucks. Because no, yeah. his son doesn't come to him. No. You know, like, the mom calls for him, and he goes to her and doesn't even look at his dad. So Lucius, by the end of the movies, he knows he sucks. Probably not just at being a dad, but at life. Right. But, um...
1: Back, back to yeah, what you said with dad. the Voldemort thing, though, I always felt like Lucius did that out of fear. Fear of Voldemort.
0: fear, but it's also a fear of how other people will perceive him. Everything with Lucius is about how other people perceive him. Being powerful and being, you know, attractive and being important and being intelligent and wealthy and, you know, so he's so image conscious. And when the tide starts turning on Voldemort, he turns on Voldemort, too. Of course. Despite his fear, because he's all about, like, how do I look to the whole community? Right. And if Voldemort doesn't look good anymore, I'm out. Right. You know, without a thought about... Like, he doesn't really have... He's like a Trump. He doesn't really have allegiance to anything except his own image. Right. Yeah. So he's a douche nozzle. Douche nozzle. But um, the actor that plays him is brilliant and and is, you know, very self-aware and very aware of all the things that Lucius does to... Be a douche, so. Jason, this
1: is great. Yeah. Um A lot of people. There was a lot of mixed reviews about um, the OA, which was a um, a Netflix show that was on last summer. There's a new season coming out. I liked it, but I did not like the the, the finale of the of the whole thing. Uh, so Jason, Isis, he played an evil evil kind of scientist guy in there, and then he is he going to be. No, he's gonna be the captain on Star Trek Discovery, though. Cool. Which, let me just remind everybody, was supposed to air in January. Yeah, what the heck
0: is going <laughs> on with that? I didn't hear anything about it because I wasn't about to pony up like. Well,
1: you didn't watch the
0: you didn't watch the trailer.
1: Um, no, probably
0: not. I know I'm a bad
1: person. It looks there's too much stuff. Going it on. looks it looks pretty good.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: If you have one of those Amazon Fire sticks that's all over the news lately as being a.
0: I do not have that, because I work for a cable company.
1: No comment. Um... I'm sure it'll be on there because you know CBS asking us to pay extra money. You know, there's a whole po- other podcast we have. Yeah, of, so of anyway, back to dads. Back to Ushis, dads. Ushis. We're just talking about Jamie Lannister. Dad.
0: Yeah, Jamie Lannister is a bad dad. He's a bad dad. But he's
1: like a dad. He's in not as, secret, bad as he, though
0: as his, the mom.
1: Ah, but we're talking so about we're talking terrible. about bad Jamie, dads.
0: Jamie's a bad dad because he only cares about. Cersei's feelings. Oh, yeah. Like, the kids are totally superfluous to it. Because
1: him. the kids are supposed to be Baratheons anyway.
0: But they, he knows they're his. Come on.
1: Yeah, he He's the but one that's
0: been his sister.
1: I know, but he can't publicly. I mean, everybody else in the kingdom knows it too, but he, but totally. he can't publicly, like.
0: But he, they could still be his nephews that he loves dearly. Yes, they could. You're right. Like, look how much I love my little Bubby John. Like,
1: that child. That, that's Kristen's nephew.
0: Yes. I just love my Bubby John. I would do anything for him. And I realize he's my nephew and not my child, but still. And I love Logan, too. I always bring Logan presents. But Jamie Lannister, he just keeps it all in the DL, even though everybody and their mom knows those are his kids. And then he doesn't protect them. He doesn't protect them from their evil mother. Because she is so merciless and so manipulative. And she is so selfish, like everything's about her. And then he just kowtows to everything that she wants. Even if it's not in his own best interest and even if it doesn't support what he really believes. Like he didn't hate Tyrion, but Cersei did, so he never tried to stop her from her evil ways. Right. And he didn't think his dad was all that, but Cersei did, so he like never stood up to him.
1: Well Tyrion is finally took him a little bit to get out of there. Took a season but, to get out of there, but he's okay, on the side he's of good. It. Yeah. Now he's it with on with Daenerys. Yeah. So uh, Jamie Lannister, you're a bad dad. dad.
0: Not so good, buddy. Although, what the heck? I'll have to think about it. I can't remember that dude's name right now. The one that lost his wang. That guy had a real bad dad. That
1: guy had a bad dad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because his dad like gave him up as a part of like spoils of war. And was like, "See you later, kid. Good luck." And then he came back and he was like, "Oh, you lost your song. I don't want you around. I don't need you." (laughs) That's so mean. Cruel dad. There's a lot of bad dads on Game of Thrones for sure. Or Daenerys' dad, who is just stone cold cuckoo bananas. He just
1: sold her off to.
0: Crazy as a.
1: To the warriors. Know, yeah. yeah. Shit house rat, as they say. Yeah, there you go. All right, we should talk about Les Gum.
0: Les Gum!
1: So Les Gum is the main character of our book series, Prison Dad. Les Gum is very supernaturally. Uh, women are very supernaturally attracted to him. Yes. He barely has to say anything to them, and those panties drop.
0: But. But it doesn't last long. The no effects do not last long. The
1: effects the, it, after a night's sleep,
0: <laughs> they wake up and they're like, "Oh God, what am what I going to do?" <laughs> but often, more often than not, it results in a pregnancy because yeah. he's got magic spermies. Uh huh. And so Les has a lot of opportunities to be a dad, and pretty much sucks at all of them <laughs> because, again, like he's extremely selfish and unmotivated, and he's. You know, not really interested in other people's feelings or issues um, to his friends to a certain extent, but they're all kind of self sufficient. Like, anyone that depends on Les, I mean, the guy doesn't have pets. He doesn't even have his own house or a he car. He lives with his mom. Or a job. Like, he's not a dependable person or reliable.
1: But we see a lot of other things with Les. I mean, Les is definitely a bad dad when it comes to children, he yeah. may know their names. But, you know, that's he doesn't do course, much else. he doesn't give them any child support, any alimony, because he doesn't have my money, because it doesn't work. But we know there's other things about Les out there. Like, we know that, that it's been prophesied that Les is the savior of the human race. Yep. In a battle against the robots that, that Jed witnessed in the future.
0: And that women seek him down to give them their, his seed so yeah. that they can have children. The
1: stork, they call him. Yep. We know that there is a cult that is is based off of less's life that's following him. Yes. Um, we know that Les's dad is somehow up to the same gimmicks that Les is up to. We right. explored that briefly in some things, and we'll we'll get into that more in the future. But we also um, know that Les had sex with an alien,
0: and he had an alien baby. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. so
0: Les is Les is a, a pretty bad dad. But, yeah. but we write him that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. To you sort of...
1: he, you love him though, though. You, you do I love. I love Les, because well, everybody else I think
0: you. he's like a goofy hot mess. I don't think he really means any harm he just is not responsible for anything he can't <laughs> take responsibility for anything and he's not dependable um but he doesn't he's not malicious like he doesn't set out to hurt his kids and sometimes he can show some kindness to them we've written some um, moments where he's trying to relate to his kids or you know trying to r- make them laugh when things are rough or you know he's not a, he's not a nasty mean person he doesn't mean to hurt people but he just doesn't Really think about them, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, his father, Leslie Fraxler, I'm not so sure is a nice person.
1: Yeah, um, we we haven't really explored Fraxler in a while.
0: Serious and creepy, and yeah. yeah, and he spends a lot more time in prison than, than Les Unless. does. Yeah.
1: So, um, moving on in our list here, we want to talk about Cooper from Interstellar. So. This is Matthew McConaughey's character, you know? Yeah. He had this daughter, and it's like, hey... Murph. He
0: was a cool kid.
1: Murph was a cool kid. But, you know, the movie had a lot of plot holes in it.
0: Yeah, it was a little confusing. And they Mm -hmm. had to eat a lot of soybeans, which is just depressing.
1: I don't... So, so McConaughey was NASA scientist, and, you know, he quit... uh, You know, he was an astronaut, I guess, and he quit to um, become a farmer... In a world where the crops are not surviving. Right. Which doesn't make much sense to me. And then he, you know, gets a coded message and to give him the coordinates of where to find NASA.
0: Right.
1: He goes to NASA and basically it's like, he's going to miss his daughter's entire life.
0: Right. If he takes
1: this, pl- this, this, you know, this trip to save humanity. Now here's what I don't get. It's NASA. They had all these people there. They needed McConaughey, who wasn't even employed by NASA at the time, to go on the trip. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'll go. I haven't done this in a while. I've been out of the game. You probably have other people here more qualified. But you know what? Screw my family.
0: I'm McConaughey. I'll go.
1: So I thought it was kind of garbage that he just kind of went. I mean, granted, he did end up saving the human race in the long run. But I, I, think of like you know he missed like his daughter's like life.
0: Yeah, it was a super bummer for Murph because he Cause he, was, he could only like communicate with her through weird like dirt lines on the floor, which, which was
1: that was so weird. Yeah,
0: that was bizarre. That was
1: you guys got to the end and you didn't know what to do. Yeah, that's why. Like, uh, that's why I yeah, say you always know something. your end. Yeah, that's but everybody has their own. The stuff.
0: Jeff Gritman rule of writing.
1: Uh, yes, but I am not unpublished. <laughs> I'm a self published <laughs> author. This is a major motion picture.
0: I mean, there's worse dads, but I feel like Coop could have thought about his daughter a little bit more. And he was really crappy to his son.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel yeah.
0: like did not get that kid at all.
1: He really only only cared about Murph. Yeah,
0: Murph was cool. Which I get it. I mean, Murph was pretty cute.
1: So he was a cool kid. Um, that is a cat. Howard Stark, Tony Stark's father. Yeah, kind of. You know, Iron Man too. We kind of see that like. Howard was kind of like a dick. And we saw a little bit in uh, Civil War, too. But yeah. Tony wasn't exactly that, that stellar of a son, either, at times. No,
0: but Tony didn't inflict his, you know, horrible parentage on anyone else. Like no. Like his dad did. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I feel like Howard Stark was super ambitious and super focused on, like, his inventions and, you know, science and business and didn't have much time for his family and... Ran out of time really fast. So he didn't get to impart wisdom or love as much on Tony as he probably should have. He probably thought he'd have time to do that when he was older and retired. But, dude, you never know what's going to happen in your life. you got to seize the moment and be good while you have the chance.
1: Yeah, you never know. There's going to be one time where the Winter Soldier just, you know... Shows up and busts a cap. You know, that's (laughs) that's the thing that annoys me the most about Civil War... Is the placement of their surveillance camera. Yeah, that
0: is weird.
1: That doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
0: Yeah, like someone was just purposely waiting there to be like, Someday I'm going to screw up Tony Stark's friendship with Captain America because I'm taping this happening. (laughs) <laughs> that is the only purpose for this video camera. How do they know that
1: he would get him at that exact moment and on that road and where right. they'd be going? That was there ridiculous. Was no, there Come on, was was guys. Nothing
0: around that road. So where did they even mount that camera? Like
1: maybe if they had like somebody else with a camera there. Like maybe if someone. Him.
0: Was like yeah, like following Bucky and trying to be like, hey. Yeah.
1: But but we've seen a lot of Howard Stark. We saw yeah. Howard Stark in the first Captain America movie. We saw him in Ant Man. We yeah. saw him in Civil War. We saw him in. Winter Soldier They're down there and they're they're looking at the picture of him Down there and like, oh, this is where S.H.I.E.L.D. started
0: there's- Oh yeah, and we we're going to talk about one of my favorite shows That's so ridiculous, I can't even stand it um, Supernatural So there's
1: pros and cons here to talk about John Winchester here
0: I mean, John Winchester was played by an awesome actor
1: Jeffrey Dean Morgan is great
0: But he was kind of a douche dad
1: Yep, total douche dad at the time, what was interesting was Jeffrey Dean Morgan was on, like, three shows that he was dying on. It was Supernatural. mm mm-hmm. um, he, he died in the second season. Right. Uh, Weeds, he was already dead, which is why Nancy was selling weed um, to, to pay for stuff because, you know, they lived in, like, the richer neighborhood in California. And the third show was something Ange watched and I didn't watch. Grey's Anatomy. And He played oh, a dying, yeah, a dying right. patient. Yeah. So it was like three shows where he was like dying, and then we didn't see him for a while. And they showed him in The Watchmen, right? And then he's been here and there, and now he's been just the, terrifying the as dead. Negan. Yeah. And he's going to be in the Rampage movie. Remember Rampage? Yeah. The eighties yeah. game where they like the monsters yeah. blowing up the building. Yeah, that movie's gonna do awesome. No. <laughs> so.
0: But nevertheless, Jeffrey Dean anyway. Morgan is a great actor. Yes. John Winchester's a really cool character. He's I a mean, great He's character. like a badass dude. Like, he fights monsters, and he doesn't give an F, you know. But, uh, but he's not really a great dad. I mean, I feel like when his wife died, his whole life became focused on being a hunter. And she was the hunter. She was the one that was the hunter, which you don't find out until later, but um, he became super focused on just being a hunter and way less interested in being a dad, so he was not around very much. You know, Dean ended up doing a lot of the fathering for Sam, even though he was a kid too, and they were both heartbroken over their mom being gone. Um he was so all consumed with this quest to find the demon that killed their mother. The yellow eyed demon. Yeah, and, and to, you know, avenge her death and to to sort of rid the United States of any other monsters that he had very little time for imparting wisdom on his sons. So most of what they knew of him was in the journals that he left behind and from his friends, like his friend Bobby, who arguably is the boy's, like, you know, actual father person and was amazing. Nobody doesn't love Bobby. Um, But... He like yeah he left a lot to be desired. He he abandoned his sons basically. He never taught them how to have healthy adult relationships. Um he made Dean play dad. Um you know
1: he in like crappy hotels in
0: crappy hotels with with diner food or fast food like he never fed them. It wasn't a family they didn't have Christmas. Like there was no family experience after his wife died cuz he was just so all consumed with
1: Hunting monsters. And, and that was a great thing, but the yeah. first... When that show was good, it was always like, oh, what does Dad's journal have? And Dad's journal had everything in it. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they ever made a product of that. Like, they sold, like, like like his... John Winchester
0: They probably will when the show's over. Kind of like how they did Laura Palmer's to Diary. To fill it
1: out. Like, to have when, the whole thing. Yeah, Laura yeah, Palmer's Diary. Ended, that's right, yeah. Which I was, like, obsessed with that. So, so you, you gave a lot of... Yeah, like, things like that. You gave a lot of cons. Mm-hmm. The case for John Winchester, the pros, though, is that he did turn his sons into, you know, into great hunters. And good people. And good people. I,
0: I love Sam Dean, even though the show sometimes has questionable storylines.
1: Dean was, you know, Sam was definitely a little better off in the beginning. than De- Dean was a lot more rough around the edges in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They've totally toned it down in the last... I shouldn't say it, because I I stopped watching, I feel like, five years ago.
0: Dean's still growly and crabby, and Sam's still more wide-eyed and sweet. But Sam had a chance of, like, getting out and being, like, a lawyer and getting married. And the yellow-eyed demon demon came back for him, too, and took his girlfriend. And then he was sort of pushed into this life. You know, but... Like it's it's sometimes it's sad because they they have each other, but like the few times they've tried to have girlfriends, it never can last because they have to go back into the life. Because which... oh,
1: Dean has a kid.
0: No, he he had uh he was with Lisa and she had a kid and he loved them both.
1: Oh. but it wasn't his. Yeah, friend. but they ran they ran into that girl and the kid looked just like Dean. I mean, maybe, but. So the case for John Winchester is still out there. If he's a good or bad dad, you know he's not
0: the worst dad. He just he just was way too more way too focused on his own goals and not very interested in. But his he children. did
1: sacrifice himself at the end to save his son.
0: Oh yeah, he loved his kids. It's that's that's true.
1: Now another another case is out there. Kind of person is Noah Bennett from Heroes. Mm-hmm. So Noah Bennett uh, has an adopted daughter Claire who is. Um, superpowers. Yeah, so Claire's superpowers that she just, she has like um, impenetrable skin and. The cheerleader. Right. So, and she can uh, put her bones back together if she falls. You know, Scyther so chopped her brain open and grabbed what he needed to take her power. And,
0: the first season of that show was so good.
1: You know, Angel's cousin Caitlin one time told me, she's like, do you ever want to like just like, wish you could go back in time and just see something again for the first time. She's like, just watch Heroes Season One again.
0: Yeah, and not have anything after that. Because mm. my Uncle Ed loved that show so much. I loved much. it. And I did too. Like the first season was Dude, so we went to like
1: a party, awesome. at Heather and Chris's for the finale.
0: Yeah. It was so awesome. But
1: the the problem was that they tried to just do the same thing with the second season. Yeah. I felt like I mean they didn't solve the problem. They didn't yeah. stop the big bad, you know, they didn't
0: Or like complicate it in some way that kept it like yeah, fresh, you mm-hmm.
1: know. So they they went through like every like comic book like trope in the first like five episodes of season two, I think. Yeah. So anyway, the the case of Noah Bennett here is Noah Bennett is he's he's traveling around to to check out heroes, check out powered people, um, bag and tag they say, put them on ice, right? Stop them from from doing anything. But
0: meanwhile, his daughter is one. Right. And he has but to. he
1: yeah he's trying to keep that under wraps though. Right. So. He kind of started off as, like, a bad guy, but shifted about three-fourths of the way through the season, to, or maybe even in the second season, to be more of a good guy than yeah. a bad guy. But at the, at the beginning, it was, it was just total, like, like you did not like him no, at was all. No, he evil. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like what happened in, um, in, um, the, the show about Nazis on Amazon.
1: Man High Castle.
0: Yeah, the Man in High Castle, how there was that one Nazi guy, um over Smith. And it like he's all bought into all the Nazi evil, but then it turns out his son has a degenerative disease and That uh, they'd stab him for. Yeah. And he has to sort of face like what how do I really feel about this stuff when it matters to people that I love.
1: Now he's like running the show though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. and his son like took care of himself, which was heartbreaking, but but I understand, I mean, if they would've found out they would've into the sun anyway at least he went
1: knowing on a side note of what you're saying just to step away from Bad Dads for a moment here is that the two Amazon series um, are kind of sci-fi based which is Fortitude and Man in High Castle Mm -hmm. both of them the first season is incredibly slow and the second season is just amazing with both of those shows
0: I loved all of the main High Castle, yeah. but it was very intense for me to watch that. Like, it was very intense, especially with what's going on in I hate government Nazis. right now.
1: I and remember, like Nazis we said last week, and we say every week...
0: Nazis!
1: What we say every week, it's always a good idea to punch a Nazi.
0: You always have my permission to punch a Nazi.
1: Alright, let's pick up the pace here. Oh, yeah. So Noah Bennett, bad dad. Bad dad. Walter Bishop. Uh, see, yeah, we're... From Fringe.
0: Yeah, from Fringe. If you haven't watched Fringe, it's such an awesome show.
1: It's I one of my favorite sci-fi shows of all time.
0: Yeah, I still need to watch the last two seasons, but I do own them all on, on Blu-ray, yeah. because Amazon is amazing, as I
1: also own Netflix all took all of it off. Buffy. It's um, no longer up there.
0: But, uh, you know, Walter, most of the time on this show, while you get to know him, he's old, peaceful, happy... You know, senile Walter.
1: But that's not the way he was when Peter high. was growing up. But when no. Peter was growing up, he was testing on children, experimental drugs. You know, he tested on Olivia, of all people. Yes. He you know, gave her nice... some superpowers.
0: He was not a nice man when he was young. He was very ambitious and self-centered and, you know, focused on on achieving his end goals of of, you know, scientific knowledge and study. And he wasn't really focused on being a dad.
1: No, when his son though passed away, he realized how you know how he could have helped him more. He went to an alternate reality and stole his son.
0: Yeah,
1: and brought him to our reality.
0: Right.
1: That's um, that's really bad. Stuff. Causing his alternate self to become <laughs> even you know just completely the pure horrible, evil. Yeah, he becomes a secretary secretary of defense and really. Brings in some bad toys to the you know, the machine. He's, he's a mad He is a mad scientist. He's a mad scientist. That's what I was talking about, Fringe, that he is a mad scientist.
0: But he's more under control when he's older because he doesn't have the tools to continue to create. And but they remove like, part speed. of his brain. Like,
1: True. William Bell, who played by the late uh, um, Leonard Nimoy, you know, removed he's, part of his right. brain. he's not
0: the same Walter that he was. No. Now, now he's Walter that sings fun songs like... Hard artichokes really keep Norwegian elephants staying up or sleep. <laughs> and everyone says, what? <laughs> He's like, it helps me remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah. Walter's a complicated and interesting person who did some really bad things. Probably probably even worse than Vader. With all the experimenting and evil that he did.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Well, Walter... Walter's a bad dad.
0: bad dad. Bad dad.
1: Bad dad. All right, lost. Right,
0: yep. Lo- lost. Oh, Everybody a ton of bad dads. The guys that wrote this.
1: Man. Yeah, Abrams. Like <laughs> Abrams, did you have a bad dad? Yeah, like if you had a good dad, Abrams, like he he probably is like so ashamed, like right now because like what did I do? Every wrong? time you write, it's always something about dads. <laughs> Hell, you wrote a Star Wars movie with daddy issues. Yep. And there are
0: just a crap ton of bad dads and lost some of the Ailes worst. Liz
1: had dad issues because she didn't yeah. know that her dad was in st D six and some
0: really crappy dads anyway, here. Anyway, so,
1: lost. so Let, lost. We're gonna yeah. break we're gonna say three really bad dads, and yeah. then we're gonna talk about a case for one of them. Right. Alright, so Christian Shepherd, who is the father Ooh. of Jack and, and Claire. Claire. So Christian, we know he was drinking on the job, he was a spinal surgeon, just like Jack. Yep. Drinking on the job.
0: Passed the alcoholism down to his son.
1: Well, Jack went had was called into the OR, and found his dad's like hands like shaken, because he like had some cocktails at lunch. Yeah, yeah. So had to take over for him, and And then
0: girl on a train in the operating room.
1: Sorta, kind of. And then he had to um, testify against his dad, saying that his dad was
0: a crap surgeon because he was a drunk. Totally self centered, you know. Gave his son really miserable, depressing advice anytime Jack tried to reach out to him. Never
1: made his son feel like he did anything right. Right. Yeah. Always was
0: tearing him down. Yeah. And then to Claire, he was not a dad at all. He like knocked her mom up and was like, "Later's baby."
1: Yeah. You know? Exactly. So he 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 goes off. Um, you know, after he gets uh, not disbarred, what is it called when you're?
0: Mm, yeah, I mean it's. Essentially he, loses the same me- th- he loses his practice his, to life. Yeah, his, his license, license to, uses to practice. He loses his medical license. Yeah.
1: He goes on a whirlwind bender. He gets some private security mm-hmm. with um, Michelle Rodriguez. Goes to Australia. Drinks a ton.
0: Yeah, he's like
1: ends up confronting Claire's mom in Vegas an awkward thing. She can't stand it. Gets away from him. And then he's still drunk, and he runs into Sawyer, who's drinking as well.
0: Right, but Sawyer doesn't have kids, so if he wants to drink, fine, you know.
1: And Sawyer's got his own daddy issues. Yeah, it Sawyer does, which are are um, the the fault of another dad on here. But so Jack, the simple fact that then Jack is seeing his dad everywhere on on the island, you know, not just because the monster is taking his form, but the simple fact that like. You know, Jack still had to deal with his dad after yeah, his death. still has
0: all this angst and sadness and confusion about his relationship with his crap dad. Which if his dad would just put the booze down like F and, like, be a thoughtful, reasonable person for five minutes. You yeah, know, but he comes back at the end of the show when everybody's, I guess, dead. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry if you didn't see the end of Lost. and And sort of tries to make amends, but... It's kind of too late, too little, too late, Christian. We kind of
1: spoiled a lot about Lost, but you know what? The show's been off the air for yeah, like. Yeah, guys,
0: come on. I can't a long time.
1: For this. Yeah, like I was in college. I was still in like grad school yeah, when it's that started. A really long time. Get on that fringe. I can understand.
0: Right. It's been at least eleven years.
1: So. <laughs> I don't know who we're arguing against because everyone else okay. would be like.
0: Everyone's like, yeah, we saw that.
1: All right. Next, the next one is Charles Woodmore. Evil. So Charles Woodmore is the father of Penny Penny. and Olivia Penny and Daniel Faraday. Yes. So um, he was an inhabitant of the island who would leave the island frequently. He was the leader of everybody on the island, and he would he would leave it frequently, um, and then he you know fathered children while he was out. Uh, He would come back, but then eventually he was kicked out.
0: Because he was, he was such a self-centered Richard douche. Like, he just, nobody wanted to be around him. He had to, like, make people be around him. Including his own daughter. Yeah. She was always
1: avoiding him. So when Desmond wanted to marry Penny, and he went, he went to her, and, um... You know, he basically like was like, "Oh well, why don't you take this trip around the world, race around the world?" And purposely got him stuck on the island so he'd never marry his daughter.
0: Yeah, so like, so evil, and she loved Desmond. Like he was just cruel and manipulative. Yeah, and just always doing nefarious things.
1: Where, are like, we're like Faraday, Daniel Faraday. He, he, did he ever even know that that was his dad? I don't I know, know if it was ever. No, I don't think so. But he did bankroll all Faraday's research, though, that was going on. Yeah. At Oxford. Right. And, um, and did pay for the medical results of Faraday's girlfriend, who he basically put in a coma. Right. Yeah. Because
0: he's that kind of dad. He's very manipulative and controlling. He's got all the money, he doesn't, he doesn't like, care. Yeah, if he doesn't like where he thinks your life is going, he's going to change it for you, and you, you won't even know he did it. He has so much money he can...
1: Right. Right. Exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then the third bad dad that we want to talk about from Lost is...
0: Locke's Crap
1: Dad. Yeah, Locke's Crap Dad is like Anthony Cooper, but he also goes by like a million other names. And he is
0: probably one of the most evil people in the whole freaking world.
1: Yeah, if we just go down the checklist, uh, he pretty much stole a kidney from his son...
0: Yeah. He
1: pushed his son out of a window.
0: That episode, my jaw dropped when I saw that. I was like, oh my god, and that's his dad. Like, it was his real, actual dad. Yeah. And that's what he did.
1: Yeah. And he, uh... So
0: evil. Yeah,
1: after the kidney... Remember, like, he wouldn't even, like, let him into his house?
0: Yeah, he was, like, so mean to John. Like, and he, like John the security guard was like,
1: I can't let you in, like... Dude,
0: what an awful person. What an awful human being. And uh, Pop-Out Eyes was a pretty crappy dad, too. He's not on our list, but... I can't remember his name now. But he had, like, blue eyes that were, like, popping out of his head, and he had, like, stolen the baby from the French lady and raised her as his own. Ben Benry.
1: Oh, Benjamin Benry. Linus.
0: Yeah. He wasn't really a dad, but he was, like, really super controlling of his daughter. And then at the end, he was like, meh.
1: He was such such a douche. Such a douche Some anyway.
0: Awful dads on Lost.
1: The case though is for Michael Dawson. Yes. Is he a good dad or bad dad? Because yeah. you know, he was married, or maybe he was about to get married. And they had they had Walt and then, you know, he um, he was an artist. And a a construction worker. Like, he didn't make, like, a lot of money. He didn't make the stuff. She was a lawyer. She was hanging out with her lawyer friends and started hooking up there. Someone who made more money and wanted to go off to Australia. So she took Walt.
0: Yeah, that kind of sucks.
1: He wrote her. So that that sucks. So that's not in the bad dad category at all.
0: That's not his fault.
1: Then, on top of it, um, you know, he wrote Walt... Every I forget if it was every week, or every month. But
0: Walt never knew.
1: Walt never so got the Walt's any of the postcards.
0: Estimation, he did not have a very. Walt dad. was
1: thinking he had a bad dad. Yeah. So when the mom died of cancer, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And Walt had to go to Sydney and pick him up, and bring him back to New York. He um. He was. Pretty he couldn't old. figure out why his son disliked him so much. Yeah. And that's because the son had no idea. So it's not that like Michael Dawson was really a bad dad. His son's perception of him was that he was a bad dad. But Michael was very controlling of Walt when they crashed yeah. on the island. Which I gotta tell you, if Logan and I crashed on the island and we lost, you know, a cat, I don't have dogs, because mm. they lost Vincent at first, yeah. you know? I I would make sure Logan, you know, if we crashed on this mysterious island and survived a plane crash, that kid is not leaving my side, even if he's gotta go take a dump.
0: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just feel like. Yeah, I don't know. It's complicated with Michael. I think he tried to be a good dad, but I think some of his decisions could have been better. And I feel like Walt didn't always feel that he was a good dad and that he was loved. So that's that's hard. I mean, because
1: and even in everything we saw going forward, Michael wasn't a really good dad when he was on the island, though. Yeah. But I feel like Michael's only not. A, I only feel like Michael's a bad dad. Because he was never given the opportunity to be a good dad. That's fair. Mm -hmm.
0: Unlike some other douches on this list who absolutely had an opportunity and just screwed the pooch.
1: Let's talk about it. We got two more bad dads. Two more bad dads. Bad dads. I think I'm losing my voice from saying saying it that way. Bad dads. Bad dads.
0: So next up is um, from Stranger Things, the craptastic Lonnie Byers. Yeah, Lonnie Byers. Come on <laughs> down, Lonnie Byers. You are a suck fest of a father. We only
1: met Lonnie two episodes. And that was two episodes too many. Right. Because we could have been spared. <laughs> we know that Lonnie shows up. <laughs> Um, basically to see if there's any, gonna be any money coming in from, uh... Totally,
0: and to torture his ex-wife and treat her like crap even more, and blame her for things when he couldn't have given a rat's ass.
1: Right, exactly. So we don't know too much, we know that he has a He's girl...
0: shacking up with some younger lady.
1: Right, so we know that the, the girl from Cynthia, I wanna say? Or something. So, what I wanna say about that is that, you know, we, Will's mom tried to call her several, tried to call him several times, and... And as soon as the girlfriend, every time you know, hung up on him, it wasn't until the sheriff called that got through to Lonnie You tell him actually what yeah, happened. Like,
0: What's up, yo? And then Your he like crashed busy. on
1: her couch and was just sitting around being a hot mess there for a while,
0: whining and blubbering and asking for money. Like yeah, a jerk face. But he was a crappy dad, and apparently, I guess he like gave his older son a hard time trying to make him feel like he wasn't a man. Which yeah, hate that crap. I hate that that old school I'll never dads. like, What a yeah. bunch of crap. Punch that guy in the face. But anyway, so Lonnie Byers, Lonnie Byers you're, worth, a you're a bad dad. bad dad. You're not worth the beer you drink, Lonnie Byers.
1: All right, to round up our conversation about this bad dads. Worst
0: dads of all time. The
1: worst science fiction dad that we could possibly come up with. Yep. This is
0: Leland Palmer.
1: Leland Palmer from Twin Peaks.
0: He had sex regularly with his daughter, and then killed her.
1: Yeah, she's Thanks, dead Leland. wrapped in plastic. Oh, by the way, Thanks, I'm just assuming you've watched Twin Peaks. If not, we gave you away like, <laughs> one of the biggest spoilers in Again, <laughs> like,
0: it's so old that I can't help you at this point. It was on when I was, like, 17 or younger, so No, I has been 12, a really so long like time. Yeah.
1: All right, so... Do you it's remember that scene in, like, life. Fire Walk With Me? when uh, And Leland is possessed by Bob, though. We'll say that. Well, but, yeah, but
0: what is Bob? I mean, I don't know.
1: Bob, he's like a demon, Well, much.
0: yeah, basically, but yeah. still.
1: But so, like, do, that scene in Fire Walk With Me, when they're in, like, the Corvette, or Convertible, whatever it is, and, like, driving down the road, and, like, he's just, like, screaming at Laura. Like, yeah,
0: he's such a douche. Yeah, because he's, like, freaking out. See, here's the thing. The interesting thing is, when you watch, like, the new Twin Peaks... It seems like very clear, and at the end of probably the TV show, it seems very clear that Bob was like a distinct entity that was a demon. But before that, and in reading Laura's journal, my thought was that it was just like Laura's interpretation of She didn't want to know what her father was doing to her, so she created a character in her head to distance him
1: from what he was doing. They said that in the show at some point, too. Yeah, so Hmm.
0: Bob was never real Bob was just what Laura pictured when her dad was doing terrible things to her but it was always Leland doing those things so it's just I mean that's how I always saw him but now it seems more clear that they were trying to say like Bob is a separate entity and a demon that inhabited Leland and made him do those things whereas in my old viewpoint it was really Leland was an evil douche but Laura was pretending that she saw somebody else to protect herself from the memory of what her dad was doing. But in any event, Leland Palmer, you effing suck.
1: Yeah, Leland Palmer, you're the worst. (laughs) You deserve what God God, got to But Leland Palmer is played by the brilliant Ray Weiss.
0: Yeah, Ray Weiss is great. I'm not taking anything away from
1: him. Every time he shows up in something, you know, it's like...
0: He's just charming and funny and interesting, and he can be very intense and scary. And you know
1: who he is, because he's been on every show in the last day. Yeah,
0: he can still chameleon himself. Even though, like, he was so scary and, and horrible as as Leland, mm-hmm. like, you don't always think of him as just Leland when you see him in things, because he,
1: you know... No, be like I always hair. say Leland, though. But I think
0: Leland, Leland but I also first, think...
1: And then, and, and like I said last week, I say Devil Second from Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, we talked in like, detail he, about that last week. He's
0: he's not totally typecast. I think that he has been able to, like, yeah, play out comedic roles and, like... Oh, he's
1: totally, out. totally embraced the comedic role. Even when he was on S.H.I.E.L.D. playing the Hydra... Um, Baddie for a while. He was like, he was still kind of comedic as that yeah. comedic like, and evil.
0: Look, there's some actors who like whenever you see them in a movie, like they're just always the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's,
0: there's nothing that they can ever do to like not be the bad guy. But, but when
1: he was the devil in Reaper, he wasn't really the bad guy because these were escaped souls. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he's not.
0: He is not always the bad guy. No, like, there's other people that are. Like, yes. like you could think Michael Rooker, but he was so awesome as a good guy and. You
1: He's know, been playing a bad guy for, the galaxy, for 30 years. He, he can yeah. be a
0: really good bad guy. Yeah. And Sam Rockwell, awesome bad guy yeah. in, like, The Green Mile, but mostly, like, kind 2. of a sweet, funny guy in other movies and you can kinda of see him both ways. But then there's, yeah. there's other actors that you see and you're just like, nope, he's gonna be the bad guy. It doesn't matter, <laughs> whatever he's trying to do, uh it's gonna end up. You know
1: bad. who's always the bad guy? There's two there's two guys recently I always see as the bad guy. James
0: Franco. No I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> the one guy is um the like the the, the spiked seven guy, the guy with the oh, spike... Oh yeah that
0: guy. He's always somebody creepy. He's
1: on iZombie as the bad guy right yeah, now. Yeah he's
0: always somebody jacked up
1: He's he's the first one, and um, and I completely uh, I totally lost my train of thought. I forget who the other guy I was going to talk about is the bad guy. I don't know. We'll probably uh, do, we
0: should do a podcast sometime on just like people who get typecasted as bad guys. Typecast like, sci-fi bad guys. Them, they're never anything but a bad guy. That's brilliant. Like, no matter what they do, you just know like at some point they're going to try not to be the bad guy. That's brilliant. And then you have other ones that can go between. you know? Yeah. Like, like your Alan Rickmans and your Sam Rockwells. And, yeah. You know? I mm-hmm. hear Sometimes they're bad, sometimes they're good.
1: Sometimes they're a bunch of bad dads. Bad dads. Well, until next week, make sure you go to our website, prisondad.com.
0: And get your dad a Father's Day card, unless he's a bad dad. In which case, <laughs> send him some beer that you've left out in the sun for too long.
1: Yeah, bad dad yeah, beer. beer. So, prisondad.com. Check out our books. Check out our other podcasts. Check out our things and our stuff.
0: Right? Character bios. Some cute pictures of us. Free stories.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I have to update the picture section. I have to update the whole website. I have to do a lot of stuff. It's fine. It's
0: fine. Anyway, it was nice chatting with y'all and uh, happy Father's Day, bad dads.